Hey, hey, friends. Welcome back to Let's Have Tea. I'm your host, Rebecca. Today is Monday, June 8th. So that means it's another Sunday's Monday, a continuation of my husband and pastor, Tony Morian, his message from yesterday. Stay tuned. Hey, hey, it's Rebecca with Let's Have Tea, and it's Sunday's Monday. Again, I have my husband and pastor, Tony Morian. Hey. So, had a good message today. God really showed out again. Again, and which he's very faithful to do. Um, so, tell, tell our listeners about your message that you did today. Well, I want to uh, start off by saying that we had some... Uh, it was a diverse group of people there this it morning. It was. It was. And I don't like using the, the word visitors, but we had some guests. Yep. And it, it was really pleasant, pleasantly... I was pleasantly surprised. I was expecting, hopefully expecting, and then... You know, God just really showed out, and 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 not only were the ones that I was expecting, hopefully expecting, but others that came in, it just made it even better. Right. And you know, it, it just couldn't have been no better. Last week was was Pentecost Sunday, and this week it was just a, a continuation a continuation of it because exactly. we raised the windows up. And it was hot today, though. It it was. <laughs> We um, we had the windows raised. We had the door open. Our speaker sat outside, and God really, really done a good thing. But and, do you think raising the windows, even though we had the air on, we raised the windows. The two side doors were open, and it it was a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like unbearable. Right. You know, but it was stuffy. Yeah, and it was ninety. I think it was ninety three degrees when we got ready to leave. It was warm. <laughs> I had I had gone to sit in the car, and you was out talking, visiting, and I looked up. And I said, "Oh my, ninety three degrees." I'm glad you changed that from talking to visiting. <laughs> um, but think about a hundred years ago. Yeah. You know, think about when Granny Wagley would, they would walk to church or ride a horse and buggy to church. Right. No air conditioner. No no, no cushioned pews or chairs. No ceiling fans. No lights. So, but they were faithful That's to right. go. Always. Because they knew God was going to meet them there. Right. So... And it's what you done on Sundays back then. That's right. You went to church. Everything shut down. Everything shut down. I remember when I was a kid that the uh, little convenience store here in Roveline, it wasn't open on Sundays. The uh, Bell Brothers store wasn't open. And, you know, you didn't just run to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. You eat eat lunch at home. You And most women, from what I've read and heard, they prepared it all on Saturday. That's right, because you're not supposed, you're not to, supposed to work to do on, any on Sunday. So, but look how we've almost been spoiled. You know, 
That's when a we, good word. When we opened them doors this morning at yeah. 10 o'clock and it was like, it was hot. The air wasn't turned on. Right. Ooh. Well, the air, actually the air was on, but it was up high enough where it wasn't cool inside the building. Well, it was And it was last warm. week we had prepared because we went out there the day before and we turned the air down. Right. And it was cool in the sanctuary, and but this time it wasn't. Well, and I had just drank a cup of coffee. Yeah. I have on a blue jean jacket yeah. over my dress. Uh-huh. And then I was worried because it's hot. So I think yeah. that was even making me that much hotter. Yeah. So, but. So is this a good time to tell you that I had planned it that way? So it would be a little more uncomfortable? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't tell me on the way. <laughs> so I wouldn't have enjoyed my cup of coffee. Yeah. But think of how things have changed since, you know, and just from generation to generation. Yeah. You know, think of when maybe they got that first air conditioner. You know, been going to church all their life and then now, or or a fan. Yeah. And then an air conditioner. They went from the little paper fans, the right. cardboard fans, right. to an actual fan. And then. That they plugged you know, in. I can remember a little girl being a little girl and we got a ceiling fan in the living room. Yeah. We I thought we are we are something else. Right. <laughs> we are up town. But uh Well, and I can remember when I was a little boy and the new part of our house was built and we had that air conditioner in the wall, but it had to be hot before we turned that on. That but was even also, when we got married 30 years ago. <laughs> that We also had that attic, attic fan, mm-hmm. and that attic fan... It would make it, your hair stand up. Yeah, it, it, would, it would just actually pull the air in, and especially at night, it would get so cold, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I thought we were high up high class right. then right. because we had two forms of coolness. Yeah. But there's one thing that hasn't changed. Tell us what that one God's thing word. is. God's word. Yeah. Was Granny Wagley or your Grandma Solis or Grandma Moran, they read the same word. That's right. How long ago? 75 years maybe? 100 years. That we're reading right now. Right. And it didn't change. It has not changed. It has not changed. And there is something that... that that something else hasn't changed, if we think about it, is the the desire to be in the presence of God, and that's what we talked about today. Right, is that presence and and being patient, waiting, mm-hmm. waiting on on God to show Himself, and being being patient and waiting on God, even if it's uncomfortable. Right, and that was. I didn't share with the congregation because everybody was sweating. But even if it's uncomfortable. And you were soaked. Yeah. Your I, shirt I was, was fine, though. Your shirt was... Yeah, but that don't matter. Well, but, I know. <laughs> but we, when we get to that place where we're patiently waiting on God, no matter what the element is. That's right. No matter what the element is. No matter how hot it gets or how cold it gets and how much we desire whatever it is that we want when we want what God has for us. 
and we're patiently waiting on what God has for us. That's that point I wanted to make. The today. the temperature, the room temperature won't bother you as much. No. The the windows up, no one you know, it's gonna be hot air coming through. That won't yeah. bother you. Yeah. So tell us about this fire. Or you wanted to start in I wanna uh, uh read this in John John chapter fifteen. This is one of the scriptures, and I started out with uh, Acts chapter 2, and I started in verse 1, and uh, I want to read this. This was the second scripture that I read. Uh, John 15, verse uh, 26, But when the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me, and you also will bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning. And this was Jesus talking to his disciples. Those that was there when he turned the water into wine. Mm -hmm. Those that was there that when, when he performed all of these miracles, walking through the land and healing people left and right, and they would hear him teach, and there would just be just just scores of people coming to be in in that in that presence of his teaching and sometimes you know we have to be reminded that's right and you also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning from the beginning we uh on wednesday night you're you're teaching through uh the little john first john right now and we had talked about that because John was the last living disciple. And, uh, you know, he was there. He watched all this stuff. He witnessed everything that was happening right there. And I thought it was kind of unique because John wrote this and he said, and you also will bear witness. This is Jesus talking, talking to the disciples. Let me back up just a little bit. And... You know, I'm going to read it all again. Chapter, uh, chapter 15, verse 26. But when the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he, meaning the Holy Spirit, he will testify of me, and you also will bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning. That is such a strong statement because you have been with me from the beginning. They was able to do it because they was there. They witnessed it. They saw it. But now, you know, it's we wasn't actually there. We wasn't actually there. Even when, though miracles are still happening. Yeah. That's the part I wanted to talk about. Yeah. We wasn't there, but those miracles are still happening. I know me and you, we have witnessed miracles after miracle after miracle. And we can testify. Right. And I, was, I, w I had even made mention of this during the service. We have been in those services where the Holy Spirit just comes down and the room is so, so, so thick, thick. Yeah. <laughs> with the Holy Spirit. You just don't want to leave. Well, it's just, it's it's like, almost like you can't, you don't want to move, but then you just, 
you can't. It's just yeah. like, you know, you, I don't, I don't, I don't want to mess this up. I'm just going to be really still. Yeah. And it's just this consuming. Fire. Yeah. A consuming fire. And that's the part that we uh, focused on today is, is in Acts chapter two. Uh, I think that's verse 3. Then they appeared to them divided tongues as a fire. One sat upon each one of them, each of them, and that's the 120 that was there, the, out of the 500 that would, should have been there, that was 120 that was still there in the upper room, and that each one of them had that divided tongue as a fire and one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. That was 120 people, then the disciples, and they all was able to minister to people that was not like them. They was all able to minister to people that was really opposite. Of them. Can I say that? Those are the ones I like. Yeah. Those that 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 nobody else wants. Nobody else wants to be around. And when we have that the Spirit, the Holy Spirit light upon us in such a unique way, we get we are able to go out and to minister to different kind of people and we're able to con- connect with them because we've done our part and we waited up on the Lord and when we waited up on the Lord even when it got uncomfortable hot and nasty and sweaty when we waited up on the Lord and the Lord gave us the utterance to be able to speak to somebody and it wasn't in a message of tongues it wasn't in a in a message in a different language it was just in a message in a different way to minister to somebody that's not as the same as we are. And that that reminds me, I mean, we can sit across a table where the people sitting across from us have on three-piece suits. Right. We have sat across from judges and lawyers and doctors, and we've also sat across the table from prostitutes drug addicts hardened criminals and it's not that our language changes no and it's not we're we're not talking any different than we um we are right now right yeah it's just we're we're talking to the prostitute and the addict and the abuser and whatever. The person that was incarcerated and the person that will probably will be incarcerated. and But it's a language that they can understand because right. the Holy Spirit gives, gives us that ability. Well, and so many times, and it's not that, it's not that the hardened criminal is any different than the the judge. No. They're a human being just 
just like we if are. If they're black, white, green, purple, or it don't matter. It don't matter if they're tattooed up or not a blemish in their body. No. But because of there's some maybe some background or some, you know, some some history on why that that criminal is headed to prison or a court date or there's a reason why that prostitute is trying to get out of that lifestyle or that addict is trying to come out of that addiction. Right. So it's not that you're having to water down the word because you can't do that. It's not that we're changing anything. It's just the words that we use, I guess. Right. Where they can... And the attitude that we have when we're talking... The attitude that we have will change our vocabulary. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and it's... As long as you do it in love, it's the same love that's going to be portrayed to the the judge as it is the criminal. Absolutely. And nothing that we're doing, it's all... The Holy Spirit being able to speak through us. You know, you have to be a little more tender with your words to that, you know, and I don't want to group them into a category, but to those that will, but because of what I was a prostitute, how can I walk through your church doors? (laughs) You open the door. One step at a time. You put one foot in front of the other. You know, the same way anybody else, but because there's so much shame and baggage and hurt and just stuff that's that's they've tried to bury that's hidden, right? They need to know that love, yeah, absolutely. So, so when you said that, it's not that we're it's not that we're changing our language. It's just the Holy Spirit is allowing us or is enabling us to just season those words. I don't even know the words, the, how to describe it. Well, to get to that point, we can't just come in off the street or come from a big church setting and we can't just come from where we have always been if we had a a, like a negative attitude or something going on in our our mind and all of a sudden we get saved and and we want to work in the church and until we go through that that season of waiting on God we're not able to do that right because if we're not waiting on God waiting on the Holy Spirit to give us the words the utterance that we need, we can't do it on our own. That's right. And we, we talked about that last week. You know, we get impatient. We get we get to that point where I want what I want. I want it right now. So I'm, I want a new boat, and I'm going to go to the bank, and I'm going to get the money and go get the boat. But then what happens when... We lose our job. Just like, I mean, all these people have been laid off because they're deemed non-essential. Right. And not only that, even the oil field workers right now. Yeah, there was a and guy this morning at church. Yeah, that's... he's he'd been laid off. So here he is where he's always, you know, been able to provide for his family. And all of a sudden he's 
without a job. Right. And it's not that he's a bad person or that no. he wasn't listening to God. It's just things happen. Things happen. And we don't know what's ahead. No. But when we jump the gun and we go and buy a boat or go and buy something that we really didn't wait on God on, and then all of a sudden, here we are. Boom. What do we do now? Buyer's remorse, but you've, you've signed the contract. <laughs> You're in debt, you know, for the next four years. Or as TJ was saying yesterday, you know, so-and-so said he financed a boat for 30 years, and I'm just thinking. It was 15 years. 15 years. years that's yeah. it. And I'm just thinking, my gosh. That's a house. Yeah. <laughs> so and we had no ideas boats were so expensive no none but and we don't have anything against people with boats no not at all i just don't like water <laughs> <laughs> mama always told me not to get around the water until i can swim and i can't i can't swim and i don't like water but our son loves it yeah he loves to go Him fishing and amber and even Cadison, they yeah. love to be in that boat yeah and so, I could care less. <laughs> but I'm going to be praying that God gives That's them. Right. I, I pray that they wait on God. And yeah. God gives them that perfect opportunity to yeah. get a boat. Yeah. Because that's what they need. When we wait upon the Lord. And we understand that if we're patiently waiting on God. He will take care of our every need. But there's the other side of that. When we're waiting on God. We're waiting on God to help us find our niche in his kingdom. Mm -hmm. And when we find our niche in his kingdom and we start doing his work, not just work in the church, that one particular thing that he has for us to go and make a difference in the world. Mm -hmm. When we start doing that, he will provide that boat for us. Right. He'll provide that Cadillac. If we're going to be traveling for him, he's going to provide the the means of transportation. If we're going to be fishing in a tournament, in a Christian tournament, he's going to provide that big bass boat. Whatever we need, he's going to provide it. But it's waiting, being patient, trusting. And even going through those times of hot temperature. That's right. <laughs> Sitting in a church that has two perfectly good air conditioner units. Oh. But being patient and waiting. And that is... <sighs> I feel if I could get on the treadmill and strengthen my patience, wouldn't that just be, like, amazing? Well, sure. But that's a... That's just going to strengthen your legs. I, I know, but I mean, <laughs> what if there was a, you know, just like you need to strengthen your core, your, your back or your legs, your arms. Yeah. You know, what if there was something at the machine at the gym? This will strengthen your patience. I bet you'd have to stand in line. I bet that would increase your patience. <laughs> like, there's 75 people in front of me and, and, and they're up there for 30 minutes at a time. But it's okay. I got my name in the hat. <laughs> That's right. But would we get impatient waiting in line to get to the patient's machine? That's a good question. Have you ever thought about that? I've never thought about that. No, I, I haven't. <laughs> would, we, would we be impatient trying to get our patient's level higher? Right. That, that's a really good... I think you ought to write a book about that. Maybe. 
<laughs> All right. I want to read this right here. And this is what really just, and I read this last week, and I had to go back and find it this morning. All right. It's talking about Acts 2, 3. Let me find it. Then there were, there, then there appeared to, to them divided tongues as a fire, and one set up on each of them. All right, I want to read this in my commentary. These were not literal flames of fire. Right. As the text says, they were as of fire. Fire serves as a symbol of the presence of God. Yeah. Fire serves as a symbol of the presence of God. I've been in those prayer lines and for whatever need for healing or whatever and or even standing in faith for someone you know that that are that's sick in the hospital or they're maybe you know we have family in another state and they're going through well i want to stand in for them i I need you know um we need prayer and when that pastor or whoever it is they lay their hand on you and you can just feel that fire you know, it's not every time. Yeah. But. When you do. That's right. When you do feel that fire. When you feel it when it goes in. If they lay their hands on your head, your forehead. And you feel it when it goes in. And you can feel it going down your spine and out your arms. Yeah. And down to your toes. And then there's that fire. That God's presence is inside of you. And you just want to go tell the world that you can conquer the world because you've got the Holy Spirit inside of you. It's a fresh feeling, a fresh a fresh fire. Yeah. Well, I have. think um, how many ever were at church today, I think they all left with a fresh fire. I think they did too because they wasn't just running and jumping to get out of that building as warm mm-hmm. as it was. And that's what... I was I was expecting the the doors to be flooded, and uh, they wasn't Mm-mm. because that presence was they there. Were, they they were being patient. They were being patient, and, and 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 when you have that kind of presence, you just don't want to leave it. I know we had some prayer time before service, and it was so good. Mm-hmm. It was so good. We just didn't want to leave from there. Mm-mm. And then the prayer time at the end of service. You know, we just didn't want to leave from right. there. And the prayer time is good, and the ministering time is good, and, and everything is good. The music is good. And when it's all good like that, you just don't want to leave that presence. You just want to stay there. But you can have that same presence. You can have that same feeling right here at home. Where even in your prayer closet, that's right. If even if it's a vehicle, but it is something about going to church, going to that church building, that corporate worship, and and knowing, you know, because maybe maybe that hardened criminal that sits across the the table from us. Well, I'm such a bad person, or or the prostitute, and well, I could never have the presence of God in my house. <laughs> but I know if I go to that church, that's right. 
you know. They're going expecting. And I think that's what keeps them out of church. You know, the shame, the guilt, condemnation, because they don't realize that that same spirit can can meet them in the bed or if they're sitting at the kitchen sink or whatever. Right. Then it can, same spirit at the altar right. of a church. Right. Wow, that, that just said so much right there. We, um, we have no idea... We have no idea what God has in, in store for each one of us in in the in in a in a in the fullest extent. Each one of us we can step into our callings and what we think is our callings and stepping into different things until we get to that point where, oh wait, this is this may be it. This may be it. But there's always something else to do. There's always something else. Because you're not only a pastor's wife, you're an author, you're a podcaster. I don't know what you'd call that, a podcaster, but you do all these things. You write these daily devotionals on Facebook, and and there's so many people. We we always see these people and said, I love what you put on Facebook. I love what your wife puts on on Facebook. I I look forward to it every day. She's shaking her head, but that's what you know. When when we do more for God and that's God blesses, yeah, that's a passion. And that I you feel have. like I feel I feel incomplete when I don't, because I have my personal page. I have the author's page. I have Well Watered Women page. I have Let's Have Tea page. I have Overcoming the Struggle page. Is that all? And the church page. <laughs> But the six, the six places that daily, I mean, I would love, and, and they're all different messages. Right. Because they have to be. They have different audiences. And, you know, one scripture that, that I share on my author's page, and the one that I share, you know, for Let's Have Tea, this, you know, the Let's Have Tea or the Overcoming the Struggle. Yeah. You know, it's not that they're any less than because they follow this page and they don't follow this one. It's, like you said, it's just a different, it's just reaching different people. Different type people. And and in different places in their lives. But if I miss, you know, wake up, I got, I got this to do and I've got to do this and I've got to do this and... You know, it's oh, it's it's noon, and I I haven't even done that yet. I I really feel like I have let God down. You know, because I didn't do that thing that I knew I was supposed to do. Yeah, and it makes it worse when you when you're feeling bad, and these sinuses have you all messed up, and then that desire that you have to minister to people it doesn't go. You can't. You, you can't. Even if I, when when I don't I think it was I think it was this time last year or it was like last February of last year of nineteen and I literally was in bed for a week with a hundred plus fever. Right. But I still I couldn't get up out of the bed because I had absolutely no energy. But I still that passion was still there. It didn't just because I'm in the bed not feeling good. It's not that. 
It's not like it went away. Right. It's not um, that desire was still there. So. And 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 there was a reason I brought all this up. Because you wasn't always the first one to jump and say, I can do that. Because you was you was saying, mm, no, that's not for me. I'm the one that had skid marks <laughs> behind me. I don't, I don't want to do and that. And it wasn't from spinning or sliding your brakes from going so fast. No, God's it, tra- dragging me. Yeah. <laughs> La girl, <laughs> come on, Rebecca Ann. But now, now since uh, we're both doing so much more, you know, it's almost like, okay, God, this routine is getting pretty good. What's next? Because we're patiently waiting to see what God has for us in the next phase of our life, in the next phase of our ministry. But, you know, until the next thing comes up, we're just going to be patiently doing what we have to do. And you just put on more work on yourself, and it's just like it, it flows. And that's one of the things that that when we know that we're in the right lane and we know that we're in the right groove, everything is going to start working right. Well, I can't remember if I shared it on one of the um, episodes or if it was me and you talking or it could have been me talking to someone. I have no idea. Maybe I was talking to myself. I'm I'm really not. Maybe it was to the dog. I have no idea. It could have been a podcast. Uh, yeah. And, and I really think that... So if you've heard this before... Just hang in there. <laughs> but it's like, you know, when you go to the doctor, well, let's... we got to check... we got to check your blood. Let's do some labs. Well, I mean, the, she's the the phlebotomist... Yeah. I remember that word. She is going to go for the vein because that's where it's at. So when you're in that vein of, and it's connected to to your purpose that God has for you, it is going to flow. It's not like you have to squeeze and, you know, when they prick your finger and they have to squeeze, 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 and you're thinking, oh, you're going to, my finger is going to fall off. It flows easily when it's in that vein. Right. I mean, she can fill up five or six vials compared to trying to get one drop out of your finger. It's like an act of Congress. But she's, you know, you're in the vein. So when you're in that vein, it just flows. Sometimes it's so, we get so impatient getting to that vein. Yeah. Getting to that point where we uh, we know that's the vein we're supposed to be in. And sometimes it takes us going through a, a room that is really hot. Yeah. And we've went through many seasons. Absolutely. We've went through many. We've moved lots of mountains. We've moved um, just hills and valleys and and everything in between and i almost feel like you know when somebody's talking about something oh yeah oh back in you know 19 
96 <laughs> or, oh yeah, in, in 2004 or, you know, it's like, so we can relate. We have that language that you were talking right. about. You know, we can, we can offer that sympathy to the one that, that suffered a miscarriage. We can right. offer that sympathy to the one that, you know, buried a, a premature child. You can offer that sympathy to the one that was diagnosed with a terminal illness right. or to the husband that has to, you know, that's having issues with, with blockages. It's just like, you know, we have fought so many battles and, <laughs> you know, to be able to get to that point. And all it did is it strengthened our faith. It strengthened our trust. It strengthened our hope. And, and it strengthened um, our patience. <laughs> because it's not a... And it's taught us patience. Very, yes. It has taught us patience. Yes. Because uh, talking about these blockages that I deal with, we uh, was at the hospital and I knew I was having trouble because it, you know, I just knew something was wrong and they go in and do a heart cath and they say, oh, you got a couple of blockages, but we're going to treat it with medicine. There's nothing we can do about it right now. You just have to wait. So here we are a whole bunch of medicine later and I'm having issues out of that. The medicine that I take. Eight months and later. Now, you know, what do we do? What do we do? We're going to have to be patient longer. We're going to have to trust God. We're going to have to trust God. Take him at his word. <laughs> he said, by my stripes. Tony is healed. Tony is healed. That's right. By my stripes, whatever you're going through, I'll be there with you if you're just patient. And when that fire comes and fills you up, you will understand what it is that I have for you. And it may take many fires. It may take a bunch of services in a room that's not air-conditioned or in a room that's not real warm or comfortable or in a room in a, in a, in a place where there's people that you're not comfortable being around. And it may take several of those meetings or several of those instances but that fire will always be there mm -hmm. to help us through, yeah. to lead us through. One of the, um, you said something, I don't know if you said it or if it just struck something with me. Uh, God is continually preparing us for fresh fire and the next level. I don't know if I said that or not. And, it sounds like something that God told you. <laughs> um, but it, that's across the board. It's not Absolutely. just for me. It's not just for you. It's for, you know, it's for everybody. everyone. God is continually preparing each of us for a fresh fire in the next level. You know, how do you get that fresh fire? You're going to have to walk through something. Yeah. You know, how do you get that to that next level? You're going to walk through something. And fresh what? fire, that's just... Um, a stirring in your spirit, and yeah. you know, when when they say, "Oh boy, they they started going to that church down the street, and now they're on fire," yeah. meaning they're telling everybody, "Let me tell you what Jesus has done." Yeah, and that's what that's what we're supposed to do. Right. When we get that fire, when we have that that anointing, we're supposed to go out and and tell people what Jesus has done. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to put you on the spot this uh -oh. time. What happens study. to us 
when we go through the fire. We get stronger. We get stronger. And we're purified. We're purified. So those, um, the wrong thinking, the, well, that'll never happen to me. We're going through it. God, you got to help me. (laughs) You know, so we're refined where all the impurities are going to dissolve. And it's just going to be just a pureness. And that's what God wants with our heart. That's what happens with gold. When you that's melt right. gold down, all the impurities, the the lesser stuff comes out of it. And that pure gold is a fine metal. Yeah. And that's what each time we get that fire and that fire comes up and dwells inside of us, there's a little bit of that old that's going away. Yeah. And in, um, oh, I don't even want to say where it's at. I want to say James, but I'm not for sure. But uh, God's word says trials are going to come. Absolutely. You know, it's it. You 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 can't give an extra twenty or a hundred or five hundred or what. You can't put an extra in the offering plate. You can't go to school to get more knowledge and have another degree. That's not going to help you. You know, that's not gonna. It'll help you be smarter, but it ain't going to help you any other way. It's not going to protect you from the trials that we're going to face. No. Yeah, you you make more money and you have, you know, more education. Your finances might be good, but it's going to be a different kind of trial. That's right. Is it with your health, with your children? Right. You know, within your marriage, um, trials are going to come. And if we can stay patient, Keep our eyes on God. Keep that relationship. Well, you know, I, I have a friend in Houston. She just lost her mom. And, and we don't talk. I, I don't know the last time. Maybe a year ago. You know, we talked on actually on the phone. Um, we'll text or Facebook message or whatever. But, um... You know that, and that's so many times. That's how we want to, or not want to, but we we're busy, 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 and then our relationship with the Lord gets pushed to the back. Yeah, and that should be the most strongest relationship that we have. Right. My job. I have two full time jobs. My job. I I give a lot of energy to. My my, I guess worldly job, the job that I that we make our living by, secular, the secular job, but my God job, I give my life to, yeah. I give my life to, because we've been through so many of those trials, and and God has led us through through so many of those trials. No matter what, we can always look to that, and we know that God is leading our paths, opening the correct doors, shutting the wrong doors. And we have been through a lot of wrong doors. We took a lot of, (laughs) well, here's the path. Okay, but I think if we go this way, we'll get there quicker, right? Wrong. We have done many, many U-turns. And we have had, we have fell flat on our face. But you know what? We had to get up. We had to shake it off. God has always been faithful to extend his hand. And he's always there. And his arm's always been long enough to 
even when we were, we were in the deepest pit. Right. And even when, you know, this nice nice path that he had laid out for us, you know, okay, here it is. But let's go this way. This is a shortcut. <laughs> Just trust me, God. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, we've been attacked by wild animals or... <laughs> briars or you know stickers whatever and those saw briars it'll yeah. cut a hole in your leg yeah and you know we come out and we're bleeding and you know we have teeth marks in our our, <laughs> our legs and you know our clothes are ripped and you know we have limbs or leaves in our hair but if we would have just and we get back on the path that we was on when we tried to take the shortcut yeah we were just trying to take a shortcut. Yeah. But we we learned something from taking, going through the pawpaw patch. <laughs> but, you know, but it, then it's like, okay, let me pick you up. Let's let's dig all the stickers out and brush you off. and Stop the bleeding. That's right. God, we need you. Okay, well, you didn't need me when you wanted to take the shortcut. <laughs> you wanted to do it on your that's own. That's right. That's right. But we need to be willing to say, here I am, use me. That's right. But when we have that attitude, here I am, Lord, use me, we must be willing. Here I am, here I am. But we must be obedient. And no matter where we go, I can remember, I remember where we was the first time that you put that on Facebook, a picture of us, we were sitting in front of a church and you said, here we are, Lord. Use us. Yep. And, boy, it's been a roller coaster ever since, hasn't it? Yep, I think that would be, uh, we went through the ringer. Is that <laughs> what people say? The ringer, the fire, a few U-turns. But we come out on the other side. Look what God is doing now. Yep. So, anything else you would like to... I, I do add. I do want I'm wanna, just looking over my notes. Okay, look over your notes, but I do want to say when that fire sets up on us. You know, there's nothing that can compare to that fire right? of God. Would we ever want to cuz sometimes say you have family members Maybe your parents, maybe, you know, your your siblings or whatever. Well, let's go. Y'all come over about 10 o'clock and we'll get in the swimming pool and then we'll start grilling and we'll have supper. Right. Knowing at 10 o'clock, well, that's Sunday school. Right. Well, how about about 1 o'clock I can get there? Mm-hmm. Why would someone not want to share with their family or, or whoever, we're going to church first. Yeah. You said something um, this morning. It says, are we going to allow our family and friends to stay out of the presence of God? Are we going to allow our family and friends to, to stay out of the presence of God? We must wait on the Lord and not saying, you know, that it's bad to go over to your families or the in-laws or 
whatever, friends, neighbors, at 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning. I'm not saying that's bad. But why wouldn't you share with them, well, it's Sunday and we're going to church first. I can be there by 1 o'clock. What's most important in your life? You know, why would you turn your fire down or... Or, or, or miss that spark right. that can ignite it. Or even put a bushel over your your light. Yeah, so nobody can see it. So what if that's what they needed? Right. Well, why don't you come go with us to church, to Sunday school and church, and then we can go home and spend the afternoon together. And with two of us, it won't take near as long to get everything prepared to eat. So we don't want our friends and family to miss out on being in God's presence because we're ashamed to say, no, we're going to church first. Yeah. And we understand you don't have to be in the church building. You know, we just went through a pandemic. You don't have to be in the church building. We had church in our car. We have had church. Facebook lives going yeah. uh, down to see TJ and Amber and Cadison. We've had church on our front porch in a thunderstorm when it was lightning. It was a uh, Easter service, sunrise service. We've had church in our living room at our kitchen table. Right. So. But we can also, there's nothing that compares to that corporate worship that we had, that presence where we had that fire when it set down today. Because maybe one of us, we're not, maybe you're, you know, you're, boy, let's, I'm ready and raring to go. Let's go, let's go. And I'm just like, can we just have coffee first? (laughs) We got to go, we got to go. You know, you are ready and you know, your your fire is hot. And I'm just like, I just need 10 minutes, you know. <laughs> and then if, if there's several of us that have that attitude, I just needed to sleep in. You know, we were busy yesterday. I work all week. But you know, if I, I know if I just make it to church, I'll feel so much better. Everything's right. going to go smoother. So you might go in and your, your flame's only on low yeah well by the time praise and worship is over you're on a you know a high medium (laughs) and then by the time you leave service you're on high you're hot it is red hot it is ready to flow outside you know that's they say you know don't don't forsake the assembling of the saints right you know go to church be with other believers and that iron, and that sharpens, iron sharpens iron. iron. And then think about it. You know, that spark that's coming off as you're... Because I can remember yeah. Papa sharpening his um, his knife. And there would be these little tiny sparks. You know? Right. I mean, you'd have to... It'd catch your attention. Um, but the spark that we have or that we leave, you know, when they see us, boy, they just entered into... Of the presence of God, right? You know, and maybe they're a little intimidated, or they don't feel comfortable raising their hand or going to the altar or whatever, clapping their hand, whatever. 
but then that was a little bit of encouragement for them. Yeah. And so that spark that you just, um, what's the word? Um, I don't know the word I'm looking for. Come, <laughs> come off of you. What is that yeah, word I'm looking for? I, I'm not sure. I'm sorry. Anywho. Ignited off of me. I don't know. Yeah. You, 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 you understand <laughs> what I'm trying to say, yeah. right? Um, it is going to set a fire in somebody else. Yeah. Maybe that's completely dry and walked in and I'm just, I'm just here because the old lady drugged me, but then they leave and they have, they leave with a, a different attitude. And they say, we'll see you next Sunday. Right. We'll see and you then the Wednesday wife, night. You know, she does a double take. What? <laughs> you fought me this whole way. And you know, I mean, it, it literally changes everything. Yeah. So anything else you want to add for our Sundays Monday don't hesitate being patient and wait upon the Lord that's right and if you're close if you're here close to us come to church with us next Sunday if you don't have a church home of your own come to church with us next Sunday because we're going to learn more about what I meant when I said don't be the one to keep your family and friends out of the presence of God. Yeah. Don't be that one that keeps them out of the presence of God. And and I don't know what it's going to be about yet, but I know when you said it a while ago, God said, that's it. So we're going down that so, path. So what if I, sh- I share last week's message on the Let's Have Tea Facebook page? All right. And then I share today's message, your your the video on the Let's Have Tea Facebook page. All right. So if you're listening to this and you want, you know, well, what what are these people all about? I want to see. I want to. <laughs> I want to see what what this Tony Moran looks like. Or I want to see. I want to see. You know, did he really preach all that. Uh, I'll share the link from the church page. Just don't judge from the fat belly. <laughs> to, um, I'll, I'll share it to the Let's Have Tea. So if you're listening to this, uh, go to Facebook and type in Let's Have Tea. And you'll be able to watch, like, I'll, I'll start I'll start from last week, sharing the Pentecost message and then the Pentecost Sunday message and then today's. And then we'll just start doing that also. So that way you can listen to the message and this is just kind of, us um talking about it right so maybe that'll that'll help you so just like our page if you see that um hey you know if you're watching or listening and i think so and so they they would really benefit from hearing this share share the sermon share the video of of tony preaching share the podcast the link to the podcast share that to your friends Uh, it's available on itunes um Google, Anchor, Spotify. I just submitted it um, earlier today to iHeartRadio and Pandora. Wow. So we'll see if we can get in there. But, um, yeah, it's it's available in 
just about on you know most podcast platforms so it's not about getting our name out or getting our message out but it's about getting god's word out there it's about getting god's message out there that's right so and that's 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 one of the important things and the great commission tells us to go to go and to do just this yeah if we can just get you connected to that vein i mean it and it can just just start traveling you know this word can just start traveling god's word can start traveling just all over um the world so we hope you enjoy sunday's monday any last comments no i think i'm gonna go fix me a coke it's bedtime oh maybe a bottle of water then oh goodness (laughs) all right friends well y'all enjoy sunday's monday and be sure to listen on tuesday to girl preach (laughs) should be a pretty good message i'm excited about it so Until then, let's have tea.